bitch. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Blaze the hot track show. We sound. You hear us? Oh, are you recording right now? Yeah, I was just. I thought you was doing a countdown too. No, no, no. I was just doing to make sure it's picking shit up. That was a little nice little trip down memory lane. Oh. oh. Welcome back. What up, niggas? Hello, Ben. <laughs> Once again, his song. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Ben. So, so how are y'all doing? How's your right. week been going? I've been good. It was quick, man. It was like a short week, but it really wasn't. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what I like about like this area so far. Like I, I feel like I was like telling the story at the beginning of the show about this area. I'm always here for it. It's fat it's really fascinating. But this is my favorite part so far. Um that these niggas don't give a shit about Christopher Columbus. Like, my son went to school. Mad kids was at school. Like, <laughs> all my friends' kids was at school. Um, the only people that was off was, like, me. A couple, like, my wife went to work. <laughs> Mad people just, like, they don't give a shit. I'm a current current. <laughs> I don't, now that you say it, I don't remember getting off of school for Columbus Day at all. No, we. I, yeah. When, when I was in school, we definitely had it. But like this Monday. No, I mean like down, when I was in school down south. Oh, down I, south? Don't, I don't remember getting yeah. off of Columbus Day. Nah, they don't like that nigga down here, man. <laughs> they they all the Dix, the Dixie sisters. <laughs> I, I think New York is still of like a hand, like maybe two handfuls of states that are like still calling it Columbus Day. Most other places, I think they call, it, new... they, they call it Indigenous People Day now. So no, I think that's a troll. What Indigenous? I, that, it I, is a troll. I only heard that on Twitter. No, no, it's an it's actual like it's a it's a national thing. No, that's a 2019 thing. Oh, like the last <laughs> couple of years, I, I think it's transpired, but that's it. Well, it's still a kind of low key troll. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, in response to Columbus, but their angle is is that they're they're paying acknowledgement to Native Americans and paying homage to their experience dealing with Columbus. So it is kind of still acknowledging Columbus, but it's put the the spotlight on the uh, yeah, I think they're gonna get Columbus Day about the paint uh, real soon. It's possible. Yeah, like, it's, it's too yeah, like to be years. a set in stone fucking holiday. Like really? Well, I mean that's just for that exact reason. People are. I mean that feels like Christopher Columbus. I'm just saying Christopher Columbus just feels like something that's like tailor made for children. It feels insulting when we. Well, <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know if you remember, but, but like I don't. So Tony, you went. You went to school here in New York, right? For some for some time. What like what about like elementary school? So I would say like maybe like second third grade. No, I was in um Baltimore at that time. All right, so I mean maybe you guys maybe you guys might have dealt with it too, but like in '92 there was like a an anniversary of like Columbus, like maybe it was like 300 years or some shit like that, and there was like this big like nationwide like promotion to like celebrate it, so they wanted to send out like replicas of like the Santa Maria and all like the ships that Columbus came to this country with. And you know, I mean, ship them out where? So it was just, it was like a ship that was going to like go around. Like Salem. Yeah. Oh, just okay. Salem around like an homage to Christopher Columbus, the man that came in and brought all okay. this slaughter to native Americans. But then also and all these ships had fucking slaves that were brought into this country. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Whoa. I remember like, in school, like we had like talked about it, and it was something like it was a project. I remember not doing it because I just didn't give a fuck as a kid. <laughs> um, but I was just reading up on it. And it was like that was actually like a whole backlash behind it, and like it slowly like disappeared. They wound up like not doing anything with it. Uh, yeah, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, nah, they're gonna they're gonna get them out the paint. It's about time. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like I said, it just, yeah, like I said, it just seemed a little too taboo and pointless for to give an entire nation a day off. You know, so I know you were saying like New York was kind of slow to that party, but I think that just like speaks to the laziness of New York. <laughs> I think New York. Well, I, I feel very... like there were a lot of people at work on. Like I felt like in like in in the nonprofit field, like field, we like those that sector was off, but like a lot of like other New, businesses. I just feel like New Yorkers just can't wait to like just take the day off. You know, for anything. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand for donuts. <laughs> Because <laughs> New York is give us a day off. <laughs> New York is pretty progressive at everything else, right? So no, I know, the fact no, that I know that, but I'm just saying I don't think I I don't I think they would jump at the chance of just getting a day off of work for anything. Though. I, yeah, I feel about the way you're talking about us, New Yorkers. Like, listen, I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like I'm this slander. I'm, I'm from the other side of the Dixie, the, the Mason Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um. So, gentlemen, uh, I've I've been practicing this all day. So, I would like to have a conversation with you, gentlemen, about words. Okay. Go on. And the power that words have, and at the same time, how fickle words can be. Sound like sound like a regular conversation we have here. Yeah, yeah. Drop of a dime, a word can change, just like that. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. But a word can mean one thing this year and and a different thing next year. Right. Which is true. There's pros and cons to that, I guess. Mm -hmm. So. The media and the news has kind of been, uh, I don't want to say uh, cluttered, but there's been a lot of conversations about snitching and whistleblowing. Okay. Um, I know we don't, I don't want to bring up his name, but snitching in regards to yeah, that yeah, rapping yeah. guy. Yeah. And whistleblowing in regards to the president. All right. Um, and I'm noticing, I'm just paying attention to how each action snitching and whistleblowing is being responded to mm-hmm. how it's being perceived and how it's does that make sense yeah okay okay I, I, yeah there's a way i feel about like snitching yeah well yeah. precisely in like the hip-hop community but yeah go ahead yeah so i started like looking like look looking up like the definition of like whistleblowing and snitching and for the most part they're pretty much the they they're one and the same to a degree. One just has more of a negative connotation than the other. Mm-hmm. Would you guys agree? Um, whereas snitching it depends is, on the context. True, the context is very important. But is is it is it? There's a line, but it is it's, it's yeah. This there's just a thin line, you know. See, because I think when it comes to whistle, matter of fact, you you continue before I get down to my how I look how differently I look at it. Okay. So, all right. So, but th- these are, these are two words that kind of invoke the same feelings. Is that fair to say? No, no. I think the thing is, I think with whistleblowing, you know, saying whistleblowing can be, you know, shit. It's like, I don't know. It's like, like, I don't, I'm not trying to sound juvenile when I say this, but like whistleblowing isn't necessarily a bad thing. Thing, you know what okay, I'm saying? So it that, can come from a place of just frustration. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Where snitching is just comes from self-preservation. Okay. So so that's kind of well, I'm sorry, Tone. 
No, he's exactly right. Because yeah. you, you got to, like, the premise of whistleblowing is to call foul on something. So this is, like, okay. if you work for your organization and the nigga is, like, stealing money from the organization or they just doing something that's dangerous, um, that that's technically, I mean, you're, you're calling foul. It's like, time, time out. It's whistleblowing. Yeah. It's like, yo, I, I, I throw a flag on the play. Like, this nigga is, like, you know, he, he's writing uh, purchase orders for zero dollars, but he, there, it's going to him. He's robbing us. So you know, snitching is self-preservation. It's like yeah. I'm, like when you're whistleblowing, you're not trying to save yourself. You ain't doing anything wrong. You're the, you're stopping the fact that they're asking you to join in on their fucking wrongdoings. You're like, nah, I can't fuck with this. Yeah. So in 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 looking at these words, I started looking at the term whistleblower and like its epistemology, like where it came from, how it came about. Um. And it's a word that's like from like the 17th century, which literally meant a person who blew a whistle or called foul, like Tone just said. I didn't know that was eventually. I didn't know that was like one whole word. I thought that was like two separate words. I mean, it was two separate words. Okay. That over time evolved into where we are here today. So, but looking at the journey of that word has been fucking crazy because like, so it's a word that was around for some time. At some point in the 1930s, the word got synonymous with rat and being a stool pigeon and a snitch and it became a dirty word. Right. And it was a word that was like, it was frowned upon and it was looked at just like snitch. Hmm. It was looked at the exact same way. That was until 1970, 1970 that all changed. Ralph fucking Nader came about and he took the word and he repurposed it. And he took the word and he attached it to uh, a, a moral act or what was perceived as a moral act, which was he was trying to promote um, to avoid corruption in corporations. He was he was he was promoting and he was he was making a stand that like you need to like let the people know what's happening in these corporations because they're taking advantage of people. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whistleblowing is a moral duty that you have to 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 kind of take up <laughs> right so he was able to take this dirty word and flip it and turn it into something that became not only like accepted socially but legally became protected and became like solidified i think i see where you're going right mm-hmm. so he was able to take something that didn't mean shit that then became something that was like really bad and then made it into something that was like legally recognized. Okay. All right. So when saying all of this, I need you guys support. Go on. I need you guys to support me in repurposing the word scammer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Scammer. (laughs) I believe that as the Hudson Valley scammers, we can do some really awesome you, things. We just, I just gave you a prime example okay. of how words can be turned on themselves and can be reused and made to mean something different. We, it happens all the time, like every year. But this, yeah, it does. But it happens all I don't, the time. But the, I don't think the word scam itself, the root word, has ever been associated with anything positive. Whistle, I could be wrong. Whistleblower wasn't conceived with anything. I'm the same, but we, all right, but just look at the actual words, whistle and blower. So separately, you know, they're not bad words. Yeah, you could be, you could be, you could be a, 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 a scammer. Can mean you, you, 
you can read that, yeah, right? <laughs> Listen, my argument is changing. With scam is open. Means. They'll say, but they'll say, but the definition of whistleblower has always been fluid. Scam has always been scam because. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> I, I spent all day on this. Can you just no, 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 no. I, I just I don't have nothing against scammers, so I have no problem supporting you. I'm just saying it's gonna be hard to do. <laughs> Listen, you attach it with with a good deed. You attach it with good deeds. With Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. Right, but you yes. still have to do bad shit to do what Robin Hood was doing. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay, so like, all right, so let's say, I'm just saying, in what context do you scam? You know what I'm saying? Like, so, all right, so my definition of scamming is using your skills to get something out of someone where they benefit and you benefit. And nobody loses? Nobody loses. So I'm talking, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. So I'm looking at doing things that are like about like giving back to the community and like also like doing shit that's going to help you, like help us grow and help us fucking move up. You know what I'm saying? While also helping like, right, as long as which, nobody, which, which we've been doing for like the last four years, right? As long as nobody's being taken advantage of, but yes. that's, that's always been the root of the word scam yes. itself. People yes. have been, be people being taken advantage of. So that's the challenge. We, cha- we change that fucking word. Okay. We change that word. Right, but people got to stop scamming too. All right, all right, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That's the hard right, part. But people got to stop snitching. All right. Okay. There's a correlation there somewhere. I'm not sure where. But yeah, you got to iron that. Yeah, people are never gonna stop snitching yeah. because snitching is self-preservation. You know what I'm saying? Like you tell somebody you're looking at 50 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll take that coke. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it cold? I'll drink it. <laughs> no, but seriously though, really talking about words though, this this whole LeBron thing is fucking crazy. I can't believe how big it's gotten. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? I just, it's just I honestly I think this entire thing speaks to the arrogance of Americans. I and think, which, and what in what regard? I think it speaks to the arrogance of Americans. Like like I was telling y'all like in a group chat like nobody. Gave a fuck about what was going on in China for f- two, two no, it's, it's, been, it's been in the news. Okay, every day. Yeah, I, I I don't watch news, but I've seen it. Like whenever I've like turned the TV on or some shit. Like, for it's, for it's, how long? Like like three months. Yeah, this is three months. Yeah, that's still nothing. It's that's that's still that's still that's still nothing. Like I said, we talk about this. Well, that's when it's been it started. Okay. I've been hearing about it for like three months every day. Okay, so all right, so and it was probably bubbling all right, before. All right, that. So, all right, to save myself from sounding ignorant, what is the actual issue with China? Other like, Ooh. so we're talking about free speech, right? It's not. It, it, no, it's not about free speech. What are we talking about? It's, the beef is between Hong Kong, which is a territory. China thinks anything that is like mainland, um, like landlocked, belongs to them. Okay. And that's just the way they roll. They don't want to lose control over territory. Hong Kong is a huge territory so that is trying, trying to. Become, to Hong Kong is trying to become independent. Something like that. Yeah, they're trying to basically, you know, function on their own. They are trying to become independent to or from the union. Okay. <laughs> which is happening. They're they're trying, but it's like a whole bunch of politics behind that. That's what I'm saying. 
you know, when you're landlocked and when you're you're talking about a nation that is under communist control, I'm talking about like China in general, right. um, just over there, the way they roll, you know what I'm saying? Like with their rules and the way they treat people, they, China has a lot of what we would consider in America as humane rights and they get trickled and fed the media. You know what I'm saying? So what they see is different. Like Apple, this has been beef that's been going on for years, man. Like Apple had to pull apps off of their iPhone off the market so they won't download it because it, it was speaking negatively to like the, you know, Hong Kong press. I mean, not the Hong Kong press, the China, you know, uh, China government. Um, they also deleted apps for the Hong Kong people so they can't, they don't know where to protest because they were organizing through a certain app. So now, you know, like Apple's been getting bullied too. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people have been. A lot of businesses yeah, have been getting bullied by yeah. in the last couple of weeks. I'm okay. starting to find that. You Nike, Nike say shit. And I'm sure they told LeBron behind those doors, like, yo, what are you doing? You're fucking. It, yeah. You sound like a fucking idiot too. Yeah. Like, you know, we yeah, get yeah, it. I, Gerald I, I, I'm underneath the. I'm sorry. I'm underneath the impression that LeBron was pushed in front of that train. Like he definitely got the OG call from from Adam Silver. I'm sure of it. No, Adam Silver. That that is a real fact. The fact is, Adam Silver was over in China. So it started the, with the tweet while um, the Rockets, which is crazy because Rockets is actually the biggest team in fucking China because of Yao Ming. Um, but they were actually going to Japan. So they were in Japan. They were on their way to Japan. And this nigga tweets about Hong Kong. Yeah. Knowing good and well that NBA was going to. But he deleted it in five minutes. That's how he knew he fucked up. Five minutes. The tweet is. It wasn't even up there. Five minutes. He deleted it. Then. Shit. That's crazy. So they got mad. They said something. China government must have reached out to, uh, you know, whatever, whoever in America. Then the owner of the Rockets came out. was like, yo, yo, yo. Like, we don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't rock with Daryl Morey like that. That nigga just works for us. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which you should. Like, that's, that's, a, that, that's, and that's my whole thing. Like, didn't mean to cut you off, but that's my whole thing. Like, whatever's going on in China, like, I'm not, nobody's, I don't think anybody's mad at Daryl Morey for feeling how he feels. It's just, he's simply, it's simply a conflict of interest. Like, you know what I'm saying? You work for the NBA, they have business with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you like, but we see that's what I'm saying. That's the luxury. I know you said it's the, the ignorance of Americans, which is kind of true. Arrogance. And that's what to me. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I have to be honest. Like, I don't know. Because, much, I don't know much about this situation, but it, it's I feel like it's really painting us as a like into a really like shitty moral position. Cause like, because like a lot of our way of living is manufactured in China. Yeah, and 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 this and I've been saying this for years. Like, there's a lot of realities that we've had in this country that are starting to kind of shatter, and I think this is a major one. When you think, when, like you said, Tony, the amount of things that we get from this these fucking countries and 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 the fucking labor issues that they have that we're just taking advantage of here, and now we're in a position where it's like it's money against. I don't know enough of it with like what's going on. I don't know the full picture, but obviously the people over there are having an issue with the government, and it seems like it's a human rights thing. And we're now in a position where we have to put we're being we're, we're kind of the NBA is like putting money over over life, and and LeBron by him going out and, like any once he got in front of that camera, anything he said he was fucked. I think he had, he was fucked what, because it, it was if, already if he, a lose lose yeah yeah it was and, already a lose lose but, that, but like I, like I'm gonna always say like 
like I don't like I said, I think LeBron was pushed. LeBron shouldn't have been there. I I personally believe he was pushed out there by Adam Silver. But like I said, Adam Silver shouldn't have, if he if, if anything, Adam Silver Adam Silver, well he was he Adam was Silver, they, he should that was not, fucked it up. It should have gone on a player. Yeah, that was it should have really went on to Adam to Silver. That. It yeah. would it, you know what I'm saying? Adam Silver did say something. He said something twice. That's what I was getting to. Uh-huh. So when he was over in China, he he did the issued um a statement, and then in China, because like I said, they controlled the narrative from the beginning. They changed the whole narrative. So when they translated it in China, they made it seem like we was graveling down. Like, oh, we're sorry. We, we're so sorry, China. Big China, big dog, big dog, China, you know, like some old fuck, like, like jigaboo shit. Um, and then so Adam Silver did another one where he kind of like clarified what he said, but he sent it. It basically went through the states. Nobody in China has seen it. So China is getting all this negative press about the NBA. So that's when the deal started dropping. Then for all the niggas that had the little um, Anta sneakers or some shit. Yeah, the, like them niggas, the leanings. Yeah, them niggas got dropped quick. Yeah. Um, and then so then all these other deals started dropping off the television. Like basically they weren't showing us. So then Adam Silver went. The teams that were playing in China at the time was the Nets and the Lakers. So he went to the locker room and was like, yo, when y'all do your press release, um, say something um, to the media. Just say, hey, you know, we stand, you know, for whatever. Um, like, you're, you're straddling the line. Anything you said was going to get scrutinized anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, would it, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. Would it have been better if somebody, one of these teams that was out there would have probably, what, signed uh, Jeremy Lin to like a 10-day contract just for the sole purpose? No, does he speak Chinese? Am I being racist? I think he's from America. I know he's from America. He's from America. I don't know what he speaks, but I don't know yeah, he's I'm, over there. I'm going to put a cap yeah, on that yeah, right now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, this is, I was headed down a dark path. <laughs> yeah, we're going yeah, to go down. We, we're probably going to make it. Um, but so they try to ask the players to do it. The players was like, nah, nah, we ain't fucking with this shit. Why? Because they were in China. Like, they see what happened to that nigga, uh, uh, uh Lamello. Like, I mean, Leangelo. Yeah. Like, that nigga was about to, he was about to be yeah. done. So they, they didn't say shit while they were over there. Nobody, and the media. So basically, China was like, yo, we ain't covering your games either. We ain't airing them, we ain't covering them, and we ain't doing no press, so you ain't gonna be on TV. So it's like they wasn't even there. That's the part. You that's, know? that's the part that sucks the most. Like the fans, all the like the billions of people out there who cannot watch the professional like. NBA but they're burning LeBron's jersey now because he went to something they believe because they, they get the narrative, yeah, so it looks like it's negative to them. Uh, that's why he just just shut up. They hate like, niggers right now. Yeah, they definitely hate niggers right now. They are cursing you can- over there. They control the media. It's not like they could go to like a VPN website. Like you can't even get. They can't even go through a back channel like the dark internet. This is what we're seeing. And there's no Twitter. There's no Facebook over there. Yeah. They don't play that in China, and that's what people don't understand. They're like, oh, you know, we got to stand up for human rights. Yeah, we could do that, but at what cost? That's the arrogance, and that's the arrogance I'm talking about. Like you know, what I'm saying like, like, like people take take advantage of just the basic privileges we have here in this fucking country you know what i'm saying like for them to look and say like yo like you know th- my issue is that we can't even fix the issues that we have here in this in our own country but we think we can fix everybody else's issues you know in other countries so you know saying so you want to you want to think like that you know say that's crazy to me I'm just saying you're not going to be able to fix everybody's problems, especially like these world problems. It's, it's not. It's not going to happen. It probably. Won't so happen. the problem we happen. think that it probably won't the happen. world should adopt us. They. Should, the problem is that we don't. We think the world should adopt our morals and our yeah. value, and they just don't. Yeah. They really don't. 
Yeah, that's something that probably won't happen for a few lifetimes. So in the meantime, why would you, you know, do something that will fuck up a four billion dollar bagging and be upset at a player who's upset that he's not he's going to be making less money? Like, so my, I, I feel like this was coordinated. Like that tweet was intentional by Daryl Morey. Who's it connected with? Um, I'm just saying. I don't know. I would say coordinated, but you do try to try to drum up the interest before the season starts. You gotta realize the season starts on Tuesday, and the biggest game is like, I mean, well, the biggest player in the league right now is playing on Tuesday, which is Zion, and nobody's talking about that. Like he's gonna be on national television on Tuesday. And the fucking Lakers and Clippers. Yeah. Damn, so yeah, this is dominated. Damn, this is dominated the the, the news. Feed. Four billion is a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It is. I mean, you figure four billion. Half the players going to the play it. Half it has going yeah, to the players play. get two billion of it at the split. Yeah, it's the owners get the other two billion, and ain't nobody trying to cut their pie because there are more you want to be tweeting, and they can't afford to fire him because of the way we value free speech in America. Mm-hmm. So if we fire. It looks like an act of retaliation, and then he could call whistleblow and see. You like how I tied that up, right? Nice, I think. Nice. I, I think. So. <laughs> nice. That was a nice. That was a nice call. I love callbacks. <laughs> I do think some chap. I think he should get suspended though. I think he, at the very least this should be a suspension. Can that's retaliation, and that's a they that's a whistleblow. That's a violation. Whistleblower. Like how much worse can it get? Eat the bullet. Listen, listen. Eat the bullet. That's not going to stop okay. people from watching basketball. Oh, this is where it, listen, starts. It, it becomes a slippery slope. It's not going to stop people from, in this country from watching basketball. Mm, no, no. So so what? We're gonna have a bigger so problem. Who gives a fuck how it looks? That like you don't say that's because, the thing. Paul, and that, that's Paul, like I said, it's the arrogance. That's fucking China. That's them over there. Let's worry about us right now. Okay. And, and but he literally wants the same. They literally cannot like if they fire him or they suspend him, it's an act of retaliation for something. Everybody. That he did. But what he did was what he did, what he was, did was against the wrong. It's, it's punishable. Uh, what do you mean? I don't know. It's a conflict, it's a conflict of interest. You work for this company, and you're and this company has business with this other company. You don't diss the other company. Nah, it, that's a it, conflict of interest. It, it's first off, it's a company and it's a government. Right. Yeah, you didn't. This is not this another, That's that's a different okay. dynamic. That's a whole different beast, bro. It's a. It's I see what move. you're saying, but I think at the the other side, you what you what I, I'm saying is true. Is I mean, you go on the website. It's actually it's called retaliation, and that's protected under the Whistleblowers Act. Okay. So you you're basically saying you're going to suspend me because I technically didn't do nothing. I operated my freedom, you know. Here in, here in America. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just soil. saying. How many times have we watched Jamel Hill get fucking suspended for saying shit about Donald Trump? <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying? He said it on the companies. Like he didn't say it on the the Houston Rockets website. He said it on his own Twitter feed. The problem with Jamel Hill is like they own that okay. stuff. Yeah, the ESPN owns the likeness of the people. And shout out to my man uh, Michael Smith, who's took that bag. He got that ten million dollar payout. Uh-huh. He with um, ESPN. Adventure. And he's well, I think he's going over to FS1, but he's getting a, a like a real role. Like this thing is getting an executive position. That's what's up over there, and he's gonna be able to do his own work. He's trying to become the black. Um, Bill Simmons. I want to see him in that, but he he got it. I want like he got to go on the Colin Carhart episode and smack the shit out of fucking Jason Whitlock. <laughs> Whitlock got his own TV show. He just needs to smack the shit out of him on his own show. They need a podcast or something together just so they can go at it. I'm, I like pay per view, <laughs> straight up WrestleMania. Uh, I really don't. I really don't like Jason Whitlock. I know a lot of people don't, but I like he one of those people that you just hook off on. 
<laughs> no words. Yeah, you give him a like stiff left hook right to the jaw. <laughs> see if he falls. See if he's a big baby. Um, I mean, this whole uh, situation is sticky. What I didn't like about LeBron, what he did is that nigga just really just not had to do it. Like he just did it because he's LeBron. Yeah. Like that's. He's it's like, like that's the thing in whole. America. No, he's not American. He's just a dick. Like he thinks that he has to have some kind of words for everything. Like he is the fucking, um, you know, like he's born in the athlete. Well, this is where it bit you in the ass, jackass. Like I really didn't like that. The nigga wasn't even playing basketball that night. Like he, he, I heard he, he wasn't even doing. He, he just really fucked up the bag even worse. Like I heard, he wasn't even doing press conferences prior to that particular. Press he wasn't conference. doing anything. Like he was sitting out, he was resting, he was just there. I just think was that <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like Adam Silver called him, like, "Yo, go out there, try and try and clean it up," and he just made it worse. He did. You know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty sure once the season start, two or three weeks in, nobody will be talking about this shit. It's a good chance you could be. Yeah, you you're you're not you're not far off. I think they were going to stop talking about it. They were going to stop talking about it right now. But somebody had to go out there and say something. Who? All right. Who's on a short list of NBA players that would say something? Well, LeBron. Outside of LeBron. I think it would be Kyrie. My money's on Kyrie. Well, that's that's what they want to keep the mic from. Yeah, I know. But that's what they want to keep the mic from. Kyrie, Chris Paul. Chris. And nobody likes Chris Paul already. So can you imagine what he Mello got? Still in the league, Melo would have said something. It may, yeah. Oh, um, it, it, I don't know. Everybody else is, they don't give a shit about that. Like, you, you know, Damian Lillard ain't going to say anything. He's trying to win. You, def- you definitely ain't going to get shit from, uh, like, Kawhi. Like, what other superstar are going to say shit? <laughs> the, my favorite part about this whole thing hey, is yeah, Charles Barkley would definitely say something. Um, my favorite part about this whole situation was out of nowhere, Trump is bashing Steve Kerr. Like he's been on Steve Kerr's ass. Didn't like Steve I don't know. Did Steve, Steve, Steve Kerr like stay quiet though? Yeah, because he has like some issues with like his dad has some issues with China, some other shit. So he was just like, I don't know enough about the situation. You know, I'm sorry. I thought you know what that is. None of my business. That's none of my business. I'm like, I'm like, like, why pretty much. Like, yeah. Pretty so why are people bad at Steve Kerr? Wait, whoa, wait. Yeah. <laughs> because because for some reason. Hold on, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They got female wrestlers. I mean, referees. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's progressive. Holy shit. They have a good WWE. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I don't watch wrestling, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. So we're talking about Steve Kerr. They got him in football, too, and in the NBA. I know in the NBA. I've never, <laughs> never seen him in wrestling, though. That's crazy. But no, we've seen well, Steve Kerr. So Trump's issue with Steve Kerr was that he always got something to say any other goddamn time. <laughs> Now you got shit to say, and for some reason Trump just honed in on him. Like Popovich been talking shit about Trump, and he ain't say shit to Pop. Cause he know Pop hook off on him too. Right. Look, I'll see you sometime. Yeah, but Steve Kerr, I think he think he's calling that nigga puss. He's basically calling. He thinks he can beat he, up Steve Kerr though. That's the thing. Like, yeah, Steve I think, Kerr think he like can, ninety-five pounds. He wants Steve Kerr to run his fade. That's, like you're not fucking like like fucking Greg Popovich is like six eight. You're not beating that guy. <laughs> <laughs> So, and he still looks like he be jogging in the morning. He drink a lot of wine. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely rock bottom. Yeah. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So for some reason he called he pulled that nigga Steve Kerr and he's the he only shitted on Steve Kerr. Mad other people said shit like he ain't say nothing to LeBron. He ain't say nothing to Daryl Moore. He said shit to LeBron, did he? I know he said not no, not about China. Oh, he's been talking right. shit. I'm talking about like recently that nigga's they asked Steve Kerr about this China shit for some reason. He's like, oh, Mr. Big Steve Kerr got a lot of shit to say to me about. I think because he ain't come to the um White House yeah. a couple years ago. <laughs> he was like, you're supposed to be a white man. You're supposed to come. Yeah, our president is so petty, man. Yeah. See, everybody else got black coaches, so <laughs> he already knew. I understand why they're not coming. But you. Yeah, that shit is ass. <laughs> uh, speaking of wrestling, though, I wanted to talk to Brandon about some situations. Speaking of female wrestling and just having some... um diversity, I would use that word because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, safe, safe bet. Yeah, I, a, a, I was going to say A&W. Um, AEW has like some real progressive things going on as far as being diverse in their staff, um, as far as their wrestlers and their talent pool, which makes sense for an up-and-coming um, wrestling organization, especially one that's probably limited as far as what they can really do because they don't uh, they don't have the foundation and they don't have like the, you know, the build out yet. Yeah. So right now they could do these things. So what I seen was interesting. What they do now is the dark matches online. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just started this week, right? Where? No, I think they started. Uh, it started with the first, the first episode, first episode of uh, AEW Dynamite that first week. Okay. They had it drop. So, I didn't know about it. Um, Jaden told me about it last week. And he put me yeah. into it, and I was like, oh, shit. And it was like, they're good quality matches. Right. And, like, this week, they even had Kenny Omega on a dark match. Yeah, and Joey Janela, which was, which was like, holy shit, man. Yeah, so it's, it's like showing a dark match with John Cena in his height. Yeah. Um, which is, is good, and I think it's progressive as far as showing it. So one of the matches that they had was basically the first match, and it kind of threw me off that the one guy that comes out is straight flaming gang. Yeah, like fully embraced, yeah. Sunny Kiss from New Jersey. Yeah. Shout out to the homie. And then he was fighting another gay dude, allegedly. Um uh who was Or he just acted. Wait, who wait, who was in the match? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to blank. Yeah, and oh, then no, no, no. It was it was it was uh Sonny Kip and it was the librarian dude. Oh, maybe he just looked gay. But sorry. Yeah, WWE <laughs> dropped that ball in 2002. The you <laughs> look so good to me. The the marriage. The, oh, Billy and Chuck. Yeah, the Billy and Chuck yeah. marriage. Yeah, that was. That could have been hella progressive. Like yeah. that could have took the WWE to a whole yeah, other but, place. But they like they had a mad press over that shit. They painted themselves into a situation that they never had it into because they had two niggas who weren't gay, who were like who were blat- like who were not as like progressive thinking as wrestlers are now. Like who were not going to like commit to that shit. It's it was that was a very weird angle. Like I remember it, but I just, but it was still great. They got a lot of good press out of that. I guess like, I they never, was on talk shows like promoting I know. the shit out of it this. was it was weird. I do remember only will, for the three minute guys to come and fuck them up. Yeah. At the end of it. Like, I will what? say at, there there was it was a good wrestling ruse in the sense that like at the time like I didn't know if it was real or not. Like I, I was like it was very like the level of 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 kayfabe that they went with this thing was was i haven't seen anything since but yes sunny kiss is completely 100 percent um 
uh, member of the LB- LGBTQ community. Yeah, he's not playing around. Yeah, he's not no, fake. No. Um, and uh, he even oh, got, the, got he, he got the blessings from the OG, I guess, in Goldust. Um, is Goldust really gay? No. no. Okay. No. Right? no, I didn't no. think so. But Goldust is probably is like very. <laughs> Because 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 you know because we know no. what Goldust was supposed to represent. I know what he, re- like was he supposed like to represent. Like Go- Goldust was playing into that whole uh like kind of, you know that whole stereotype and it worked. Like he, Goldust is one of the dopest characters that came out in the '90s. Him and Reese Ramon still had one of the best mm-hmm. fucking angles ever. Um, but yeah, that's the type of shit that they're doing with AEW, like, they're letting, like, real motherfuckers, like, these are all people that they, like, you know, picked out the indies, you know, niggas who have been, like, like, Sunny Kiss, like, a lot of these people on these shows, Tone, have, like, wrestled in, like, Newburgh and fucking Poughkeepsie and shit, like, and they're just, yeah, they're, yeah. they're giving them the fucking platform to, to be uh, fucking superstars, man, they look like superstars, that's, like, the cool I feel like Santino Morella should have had a scene this as well. Yo, he's a, he's a star. Yeah. He, he, it sucks that they, they made him a fucking clown, but and I don't like the fact that um, David Shoemaker's always shitting on wrestlers that wrestle in Poughkeepsie. Yo, I, okay. So I had this idea for a podcast for years. There's been so much like important wrestling shit that's happened in the Poughkeepsie Civic Center. So, all right. So like, before you go forward, what is he? What exactly is he saying about? Wrestling? Well, I don't think he. Poughkeepsie. Well, he just uses it like as yeah, like one uses Poughkeepsie. This guy was just wrestling in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Yes. It's the circuit. It's like the Chitlin circuit for wrestlers. <laughs> but everyone's come through here. Like Hulk Hogan's been at the Civic Center. The Macho Man Randy Savage made his WWE debut at the Poughkeepsie Civic Center. The One Two Three Kid beat Razor Ramon. Um. For the million dollars, and the, when he ran out to the street, that's the arterial. So right, so that's right, right. There. So it's still it's still quality wrestling, right? No, it is, but it's like a joke. It's like a running joke. Right, but still, it's wrestling, right? Yeah. Right. All right. I'm just trying to catch you. I'm just trying to catch you. But everybody knows about the Poughkeepsie Circuit. With the, <laughs> the Morris Scorsese conversation about him calling shit not movies. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to bring it back to. <laughs> listen, I was just saying. Listen, I was Call just back, saying, nigga. I was, all right. All right. You're right. You got it. Thank you. You got it. <laughs> go, go ahead. Continue. Uh, so AEW also. AEW also has a transgender wrestler. Yes. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I, it's something not, Rose. Not, Nyla, Nina, Rose. Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't even know she was transgender until like the like last pay per view they did, and it was like a whole like uproar on social media. People were like bashing, you know, bashing her about it, but it was just like shit, man. Uh, could you imagine giving, if she was given w- opportunities? Could you imagine if she was in the WWE? Vince would have thought of the um, sickest shit ever. I, listen, I think he would have put her up against like Kane or something. Like, no, you're technically a guy. <laughs> he, probably, he probably would. I like, mean, listen, Vince, he, Vince would do that. I mean, listen, if he, if Vince McMahon doesn't sign this Nyla Rose chick, he is going to sign a transgender wrestler at some point. If not, if they don't already have someone in the developmental, I think now. he would troll the idea first and just put somebody out in a wig. Um, he's done that already. He's done it numerous exactly. times. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he has a. But wrestling fans have a fickle memory, and we're quick to forgive yeah, and, and move everything. on. So, nigga posted a video. Was it Utone of the Crime Time? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Somebody posted that, and, it and they just know, like somebody just noticed it, yeah. and it was just like, yo, this nigga Vince had, like, look how he was doing this. Listen, it's like that's not the worst. Listen, <laughs> we. No, nah, Vince has been. 
we were always having conversations yeah. about crime time when crime time was around. It was just like I thought him. And, then they, and then they put him. They put him with. They put that team with John Cena, who was on. Top I was going to say John, John Cena was kind of offensive too. Yeah, but yeah, that's <laughs> And John Cena, I think, was... But that wasn't the point, man. The, the point was, like, what do you try to represent? Yo, I think he did a music video with a rapper. I saw the video. Is it no, I mean, the funny thing is that he can actually rap, but still, like, the idea of him was it still is. kind it of is. offensive. It was. I'm not going to lie. I definitely bought his... his this is in. basic thugonomics. Yo. That shit. Nobody in the hood walked around with chain and with chains and locks though. Like it was, and, it and was the, offensive. <laughs> it's like, like he was a caricature of our culture, but still though, he was still kind of cool. Like you know, let's let's come clean. Listen, I, wrestling has this weird effect where it it can like be so offensive that it's like okay. Does that make sense? Like out of all the offensive shit that we've talked about, for people who don't watch wrestling, if you've listened to our show, our our podcast for 127 episodes. We've talked about some fucked up shit that's no, happened. I feel the same the way world. when I watch Martin Scorsese's racist movies. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I didn't think about. I didn't real. I I didn't think about those things in, until you said them last. No, week. he's extremely racist. Like, what's name the most prominent actor in a uh, Martin Scorsese movie? I, I, it's probably Anthony Anderson. They jobbed the shit out of him in The Departed. I don't know if any other black people. And Samuel Jackson in Goodfellas. He got shot in his underwear making coffee. <laughs> <laughs> By Joe Pesci, who 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 has a problem with Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? You didn't you remember him in, in Goodfellas when she was when he was with his girl? She was like Sammy Davis Jr. So talented. He's all right, relax. <laughs> I wanted to get back into the. <laughs> I want to get into the Martin Scorsese shit. Let's bring it back to wrestling. I'm sorry. I, 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 I want to switch into this world news because we was on a world news kick and we did switch into wrestling pretty fast, but. Now that you bring it, for some reason, it made me think about the, the pictures of Kim Jong-un on a white horse. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo. yo people are pissed about that. What is, yo, what is white horse represent to people? Nah, you look good out there, man. It was a flex. It was a flex. What, no, really, what does the white horse mean? I know, I know people made a big deal of it. I mean, they, not negative deal, but people made a thing of it when they seen well, you doing a Game of Thrones. <laughs> yo, he put, like, stirrups on it. <laughs> Yo, Kim is wild. <laughs> Shout out to North Korea. They love us over there. Man. Jesus Christ. Wait till they see LeBron on a white horse. <laughs> what, what is it about white horses that get people? I don't even I don't want to be on a because regular I, horse. I, I don't think I, they I, get people in there. I think it's just a fact it's Kim Jong un, mm, man. Well, I know it was something about what where is, the picture took place was like like sacred land or some shit. Was it supposed like to represent yeah, some type of it up the mountain? Yeah. Like I know the like historical uh ramifications of the white horse here in this country mainly through like birth of a nation but like what's the like what's the um well i think in like in stories yeah like, that's a white yeah. horse represents what's like the biblical uh, aspect of it it's um it's like uh, a me... power or some sort of like spiritual so he went up a sacred mountain in eastern uh east asia country in an eastern asia country which is his business um, it wasn't like he was over here doing that shit. Experts say the photos could be a warning that a major announcement is on the way. <laughs> Yo, this nigga supposed to drop an album. Yo, this shit is nuts. Um, yeah, what, North- if, what if he's? Wow, I respect it. That's crazy. He has the fucking the He Man horse. Yo, what is that shit? What um, somebody North- double come clean? He. I'm gonna read the I'm gonna read the meaning of it right now. I got I got it right here. In North Korea's state mythology, 
Mount Mount Pikachu, or I guess that's Mount what it is. Mount Pichu is supposed to be the spiritual home. <laughs> it's the spiritual home of the of the Kim Dynasty and the birthplace of Kim Jong-un's father. So this nigga probably having a new seed or something. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Why? Why is people? Why are people mad? Is this? Is this? Is this? Is this just people in Korea or is this people over here too? So he went up there. So this is not his first time going up there. He allegedly climbed a nine thousand foot peak in a shiny black leather shoes. In um, December 2017, around 10 days after launching the country's largest intercontinental ballistic missile. Oh no, that's not good news. Um, and then, <laughs> so he might be, he might have a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we um, it says in less than a month before delivering a key speech that opened up a di- diplomatic window for engagement with South Korea. This time, Kim supposedly personally rode the horse up the mountain. Some speculate that the dictator's latest trip could be a signal, a major announcement um, amid faltering nuclear diplomacy with the United States. I told you that nigga got the nuclear bomb finally done. Oh, yo, he might hit California with that big bang. <laughs> I, was gonna, Shit, I don't think I don't think they can reach over here, so we good. I was gonna say I think I thought the niggas just heard Old Town Road and he was like, Nah, so they, a little late over there, you know? Nah, he basically said the last time he went up there was two years ago, and that's when he had that he basically got that inter um intercontinental ballistic missile popping off. So he only goes up there when he got big things popping, <laughs> literally. Um, now I don't know if I should laugh or not. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I kind of find it funny still, but I feel like I do understand the seriousness. And <laughs> like that nigga really have a nuclear bomb. It's really not good news, especially being like, like he know Trump is the nigga to steal on. Like that's the funny thing. It's like they already know they have a mark in office, so this is like the time they can get away with stupid shit like that. How is this guy's arm arms not breaking? This is Darby Allen, one of the toughest motherfuckers in AEW. I, like he jumped off the top rope and did a somersault with his arms tied behind his yeah, back. Yeah, he's been doing shit this entire time. He's just been flippity flopping all over the place. How is he able to kick out if he can't move his arms? Um, it's wrestling. All right, I'll suspend my disbelief for that. There you go. <laughs> That's all we need. All right. Uh, so uh, let me. I had something to ask. Give me a second. Uh, so, uh, what do we think about, uh, these Lizzo claims? About what? What did she do? Apparently her big hit, Truth Hurts, uh, she was working on it. Um, well, people saying this, like, plagiarism claims, like, she didn't, like, write the song, um, because, like, she worked on it with these two guys, these two brothers, like, you know, like, two years ago, and they, like, ever since then, they've been trying to get her to properly credit them, and they won't do it, so they released, like, a video of them, like, working on this song, I forget the name of this, Healthy, I believe the name is the song, and they played it side-by-side with True Hurts. it's virtually the same song, but, you know, she just took credit for the song herself. Is she in this video? Yeah, working like, working on? with them, like, playing with the kids and all that shit. I mean- I mean, Janet Jackson took a lot of credit for Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis for a while. So that shit happens, man. True. But they simply, I mean, all right. So going forward, that's the hate train is starting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's just bad timing. How do how do we think this? Do we think this will affect her like Grammy chances? Because you know she's gonna be getting like the nominations. You know they're coming. No. You don't think? Okay. Because the voters are the rest of her peers, and them niggas ain't peers. They're not peers, but still, this shit is starting to gain traction. I just think it's interesting. I'm going to keep my eye on it. 
you know what I'm saying? But still. yeah, let us know. Uh, <laughs> let us know in three weeks when the nominations come out because right now. I don't know. I haven't. To be honest, this is the first time I heard about it. The last thing I heard about Lizzo was going off on one of her fucking uh, Uber drivers or her the DoorDash. Yeah, she's been door- a, lot of, a lot of bad press lately. <laughs> well, she's fat, you know. And <laughs> wow. why, just let me finish. Let me finish. She's fat, and she's gonna go after the fucking DoorDash person. Like who? Like you set yourself up for that? Yeah, that was that. You walked right into that door. Yeah, like DoorDash person of eating your. She 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 did a um like she did a Uber Eats or like a fucking what's that other thing called? DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> and like the person who delivered her food, she accused of eating her like pe- eating her like parts of her food. Okay. Yeah. And but she shit. She did it in public, like on, like. What did she do? She went off on social she, media about somebody who does and screenshot the girl's face and everything, and the girl's getting like death threats and shit. Oh. Yo, this country is sick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just coming from her. It's just yeah. She she could have left she like this positivity. Yeah, it does look funny. That yeah, she's coming from her. <laughs> coming exactly. from her. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is you don't want this energy going in, going into the Grammys. Like, listen, I, I, I think it was down between her and Billie Eilish for like best new artist. You're getting people killed out here over taking French fries. Yeah, like somebody actually started like a Twitter handle saying like Lizzo's food or something like that. Damn, but yeah, it's starting. It's starting. And that's all I'm saying, man. I mean, matter of fact, I'm sorry for just saying that you so foul like that, but you know, um, fat like that. But she knew what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Just read the room, Lizzo. <laughs> exactly. That's what happens when you success starts getting to your head, though. Yeah. And you totally forget who you really are. But Simba, remember who you are. <laughs> Shout out to Biggie, nominated for Hall of. Nah, should be nominated also. I think. Songwriters Hall of Fame. It'll get there. No, not. I mean, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But like Illmatic is yeah. twenty five. Illmatic turned twenty five because you have to. It has to be twenty five years after your first release. Illmatic turned twenty five yeah. in January oh God, of this year. Nine when that shit came out. There's a lot of people like I think Naughty by Nature should have got a nomination already. Like I don't know, hip hop. They need to just have an entire class dedicated to hip hop. Fuck it, a few of these white niggas can wait. <laughs> I think Shaka Khan is nominated for like a second time. Well, that's what I was going to ask. So just because he's nominated doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be. Yeah, because LL Cool J gets nominated every year. For some reason, he's still not in. And we think Biggie's going to get in? Biggie's definitely getting in. He's getting in. Biggie's a first Puff, Yeah, Puff, Puff ain't. You think they're going to really not get Biggie and have to deal with Puff? Yeah. He just means too much <laughs> culturally. Yeah, that too. But also, nobody wants to hear Puff's mouth. Right. They'll never hear the end of it. And somebody might get beat up behind it, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't enough barbells in fucking Ohio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not even worth getting, like, some poor white man's ass whooped. <laughs> you know, just like that. Who else? Whitney I don't Houston. think she's it. Oh, Whitney Houston's definitely a first ballot. Yeah, she is. The white people love her. Yeah. 25 years just feels like it's a little too long. Uh, I like to be. I like it because it's a lot. That's a quarter century. That's a, yeah. yeah. It should be fifty. Nah, that's too. Long. Yeah, because we'll never see it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not, you know what I'm saying? 
But maybe that's how it should be, though. Maybe we should. I know. Should, that's how. should we have? No, because like, that's like, gonna make me feel old when I see artists I listen to. Like by the time I'm sixty, I'm like, oh, they're just not letting Lucy. Okay, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> nah. Like Jay Z, Jay Z would be dead. Jay Z's almost. Jay Z got what two, two or three more years before he's eligible. Uh, ninety six, right? Yeah, so yeah. He got, what two yeah, years? Couple of years. Yeah, yeah, two years. He'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely. I can't get him before LL. Then LL gotta get it. They gotta stop disrespecting. LL was already in. No, he just keeps getting nominated, and people just keep coming up with these ridiculously (laughs) stupid think pieces whenever his name gets. Remember the white guy that was like that. I remember that, but I thought that was like a couple years ago. No, that was just last year, and they do that every single year. For like I'm saying, it's fucked up the position that LL's in because people don't remember just like he was rap's first superstar. They just know him as the guy on CSI who hosts the Grammys and fucking who made that one song with Tim McGraw. Like, did I say his name right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like people don't no, think of him as a serious hip hop artist, and then then there's Headsprung, which I love, but people fucking don't respect. No, they love they love that. Oh man, they just I don't know what's going on. It's weird. But it's weird. He'll get in. He'll get in this year. Has to get in. I mean, it's not like baseball, it's a good. Right? There's no cutoff. There's no cutoff date, right? Baseball, you only get like five years or some shit like that. I mean, like if they, yeah, I might, I might be done with music if like LL don't get in and like Dave Matthew Band get in. Yeah. I'm gonna be mad as fuck. Them niggas are. Definitely getting it before Al Cool J. I know, but they, right, that's what I'm saying. White people love Dave Matthews. They but they're not. Right, that's what I'm saying. I feel, I feel like the like the people like this doing like who are these people that's that's voting on this? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like they're just doing too many safe choices. Like you know what I'm saying? Too like many. Boys, Pac, Biggie, these are all safe choices. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, LL in a sense is a safe choice, but it's the matter of like well, it so feels like they, they call it the matter of like how the people re-, re respond to LL. And today, when people respond to LL, they think of him as like a fucking joke, which isn't fair to him. And I think that's exactly I think that's exclusively what they're going off of because like that fucking accidental racist damn near fucking killed him. Like you they got Pat Benatar. Yeah. Pat Benatar is up there. I don't know, man. This is pretty. It's crazy. Um, Nine Inch Nails didn't get in. Nine Inch Nails didn't get. They didn't get in on their first try. Did this is not their first go round. They don't ever get. They definitely deserve to be. Up. They they deserve to be in there. Well, it says returning acts getting another chance, including Nine Inch Nails. So basically, they didn't get in on their first go. Doctor Dre and Snoop uh, should be eligible. Judas Priest didn't get in on their first try. That's surprising. Rufus, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan didn't get in on their first try, so they're but going Shaka back Khan's, up. I think Sha- well, that may be because of Shaka Khan, because I think Shaka Khan is already in. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, if I'm, not, what, if I'm not mistaken, I think Shaka Khan. Why, why, why Shaka Khan would be in before she was with Rufus? I thought it was Rufus with, featuring Shaka Khan was her first gig, and then she went so low. I think she got in solo. Hold on. let me. I'm going to look it up just so, I, just so I'm not wrong. Um. So the big three is basically, or big four is Biggie, Whitney, Dave Matthews Band, and Motorhead. Okay, she's not in. She's just been nominated twice. Yeah, but Rufus, nigga. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. And yeah, she was, and she was nominated back in 2011. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I, I'm gonna come clean. I didn't know who Rufus was. <laughs> yeah, neither, y'all I thought Rufus no, was just bro. the guy. <laughs> and I like I just look at Shaka Khan. That's Shaka Khan. LL's not LL's not eligible this year. How is he not eligible? So you only you you 
Well, how is he not Yo, eligible? He's to get so, he, so he got bumped. He had to have gotten bumped. No, nah, I mean, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. It says LL, a five-time nominee, failed to clear the final hurdle last year and was not nominated this time. Yo, they don't like oh <laughs> God. God, that accidental racism. Some politics in it. Yeah, there has to be politics in it. I don't get it. Like LL always. <laughs> LL always played by the rules too. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Nah. He's a dick in behind the scenes, man. And plus, Jay Z probably said something. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Z, you know, ass, yeah. Yeah, they. Jay Z would keep Ice T out. <laughs> no, no. If, um, excuse me. I'm got. I got, nah, I got, I got the beast mixed up. I got the beast mixed up. Hello, I mean Jay Z would probably keep Busta out. <laughs> he busted. Him and Busta cool. He will keep. He'll keep LL out. That's the nigga that he hates. No, Jay will probably keep Nas out just to fuck with him. Just, you know how Jay be releasing albums on Nas's fucking release dates. He will probably. Yeah, he probably do some, some ill shit to Nas. But I'm pretty sure Nas would get in. Like Nas, Nas is probably not a first ballad, but I could see him get in. Yo, that's dirty, man. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. What's her name from? Is Sunny? Um, D. Yeah, D. Cause she she tried doing other shows that just failed and she just the mix that shit was funny I think it's coming back no it got canceled it did yeah like, it was another you, show you, she was you, on that got canceled like you she read was, that you saw that officially yeah. Oh. yeah she got canceled now she's back here that shit was mad funny <laughs> well no she she did it last when she was on the mix she was she was on last season there was another show before that she was on I'm I'm positive well I know I know um. They all kind of went off and did their own shit, except for Charlie Day. He stayed. He tried doing movies and he just, yeah. Yo, did you hear what um what the government's trying to do? No. So they're trying to put <laughs> the title of most prolific serial killer. They're giving that title to a black man now. Oh, I heard that. You heard about that? Yeah, I heard that. They just trying to give us something we ain't never gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're doing serial killer rankings now. And they said this nigga was already in jail for life, and he made his confession to get like a lesser, like a life sentence taken off, pretty much. Like it was to like take off like some some time. Nigga's gonna die anyway. That's the story they're giving. Yeah, they they just want to get us. So where are we ranking the guy that shot up Vegas? I don't know this. No, I, I'm not trying to make a ranking system. I just think it's crazy that like that's the title they're going with. The FBI is saying that this they're just full of shit, man. Most prolific serial killer in U.S. history, FBI. <laughs> like everybody knows, it's not true. That's when you think of serial killers, they're not gonna. I don't even know what nigga you talking about. They're not even gonna think of that nigga. God, that's bullshit. Um. So I heard that they're doing a payout for the Las Vegas shooting um, to the families um, of the people that were, you know, um, slain in that that mass murder um, or massacre, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's eight hundred million dollars that they're divvying up to the families. Amongst how many families? Uh, was it like a hundred families, uh, something like that? That's a lot of money. It is. Because I'm telling you right now, if I was like MGM, I'd be like, listen, man, that's security fault. But the nigga, like, I guess it is their fault because he kept going up and down the fucking escalators and elevators with the fucking weapons. And like, it was like big cases, too. Right. It wasn't like the nigga like, snuck it in his fucking bag. He like was walking up there with rifle cases. That's privilege, man. 
Cause I remember, yeah, it is. I remember watching the Vice shit after the fucking um the Charl the 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 the, uh, the the Charleston Charlottesville the Char- excuse me I said Charleston the Charlottesville shit and the the white guy that was there that fucking Vice just kept giving this plat their platform oh, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah he but he was that, scared he scared. had mad guns in his in his hotel too like you know what I'm saying it's like they don't like they're just letting niggas they're just letting niggas do whatever out here like, you should be able like, to tell when a gun is in the side of a bag especially a automatic gun right. <laughs> Well, that's, that's the problem that's the too, argument, man. Yeah. And some of these states, I mean, that's it's kind of the issue down here. Like some people open carry, so you'll see it on them. You know what I'm saying? But then there's a lot of people that you just don't know if they have it on them or not. So that's why I was telling y'all, like, yeah, I left that little fat girl when the three fat girls rolled up on the nigga at the um seafood spot. Yeah. I had dipped out because I didn't want to see what happened. It's because you never know who got their shit on them. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had left work early on Friday, so I was like, all right, I got some shit to do. I left work two hours early. I was watching the news that night. The the um, street that I walk on every day for lunch, I usually walk this street and walk across the street to, like, Duke. Duke is directly across the street. I'll walk there, and then they got, like, a little cafe and shit. Well, somebody got shot there on Friday mm. right after I left. Like, shit. shot. Um, in the gas station, I guess the guy tried to like leave or he felt like once he got shot because he was killed, he must have just, you know, got lead foot and his car just went into the mid, um, the intersection and crashed into two other cars. Oh, shit. So they locked down my job and they locked down Duke, you know, and basically they were sending out alerts. So I got the email on my phone, um, when I was home on my work phone and I'm just like, I'm a good thing I left early. Yeah. <laughs> shit, yeah. And then they showed it on the news, and I was showing, I was showing my wife. I was just like, "That's the spot that I'm, you know, normally every day." Yeah, it's crazy. God works in mysterious ways. Be safe out on the streets, man. Yeah, you you never know, man. You never know who got that shit on them. You never know what argument breaks out, and everybody's like short tempered now, man. Like you can't say nothing, nobody. It's a fucked up time, man. Um, where, where we at, Brandon? We're at an hour one. I got nothing else. I mean, oh, that's... I had something, but I don't. I'm, I don't feel like it. <laughs> like it would have no, been, been a it, 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 transition from what you were talking about about being careful and like violence and stuff. Oh. I, I was just like I. The, I mean, because we covered everything that I had on my docket, but um, the last thing I had was like Rolling Loud and them banning rappers. Yeah, I think that was stupid, man. Yeah. Um, those slippery slope. Those like, people really did anything. Yeah. So they didn't give a reason why they were. They just said they couldn't perform. Uh, well, these are New York artists, and like you know, there's a history with like you know show big shows that happen in New York and violence happening, like and crews meeting up at these shows to like you know to like settle shit. Well, I'm sure the last roll, which I just what, not, which what? I'm just not hearing, like some of these rappers. I didn't know this, but some of these rappers were beefing. Not to give justification to this. But um yeah they didn't want they didn't want any like smoke but I still think this is a slippery slope because like you know you know like if you're gonna ban these guys this is one of those things that you know you shouldn't ban anybody if this is how you feel you well, should just shut down the entire event I mean they just shut down Rolling Loud and fucking which was gonna be in Hong Kong or China one of those for well, safety reasons yeah I'm, but um I think those are different safety reasons, yeah but though. but yeah I'm saying like if you're worried about that you should shut down the whole event because they still let Jim Jones perform and he's like on tape putting out a hit on Takashi allegedly <laughs> you know so I don't know anything about that yeah I'm just saying like you know what concern are we really talking about here we don't like a lot of these the artists that they bend we don't hear anything from them like I said but I'm not part of the police you know I don't I don't follow around rappers 
I mean, is 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 there a real safety issue with these events? Not really. Well, amongst the crowd, yeah. I know um, Karen's sister, she got hurt out there from, like, kids acting wild. But that's the thing with the rolling out. It's just young kids acting stupid, you know. But um, the people said, I mean, from what I saw, it wasn't anything that really happened at New York's um, rolling loud. But it's known to get rowdy, you know, like, you know, just kids. But mainly, not amongst the artists, but mainly amongst the, the participants. Mm. But that's all these festivals, no matter who's um, headlining and, and performing. I, I think it's just unfortunate that, you know, they did it in these people's, uh, well, the New York artists. Yeah. And then they did it so short notice where the fans, it's like they come in to see some of these artists. I mean, right now, I'm not saying I'm listening to it, but um, Casanova got like a nice little, you know, wave going for himself right now. It's pretty good. Yeah, Pop Smoke got one of the hottest records in New York. Yeah, I mean, I hate that record. Yeah, that record fucking sucks. I don't. I need somebody to explain to me. How, I thought it was a joke the first time. I thought it was a joke when they first started playing it in the summer. I was like, this ain't the summer. Anything. <laughs> I think they terrible. So, they were so desperate for another New York summer hit that they went for this. Yeah. And I was just saying, <laughs> he, was, he went dumpster diving. It was just like his voice, and then he kept dancing like a fruitcake, and he was like, welcome to the party. And I was just like, what is this? Welcome to the party. I know you don't care that I sound retarded. I thought it was a joke. I was like, there's nothing more record than 777. <laughs> Next year, sure. Next year. <laughs> I mean, they could have picked any other record. I mean, it's, come on, man. And then like, like Ferg had records. I don't know why we didn't get behind Ferg. Ferg had records on his last joint. The um, the he, um, did. Floor seats. he, did. he had some records. Yeah, I like I like floor seats. I thought that was a nice little record. Clean, like flat, like um, uh, uh, shit. Ferg might be the king of the New York summer record right now. If we're coming all the way, he's up. He's in that discussion. It's him, French. Who else we put in like recent at recent times? Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, like they're more consistent. Ferg, they're Ferg don't consistent. just have one. Ferg has like three of them, and we're talking. They're consistent. Because Ferg got he got work, which was a crazy summer record. He got new level, which was a crazy summer record. Um, he got um slob um the 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 um three six mafia record, which is a crazy summer. He, yo, Ferg got records, especially during the summer. We need to get behind him. Pause. Yeah. And I'm mad that Nicki Minaj like finds a way to on these records. She's on the Pop Smoke record. She's on the Pop Smoke record. She's on somebody. She got on somebody else record too. Yeah, I don't know. She got on first. She got on that dumbass record, but she won't do a record with Tyler. Yo, Nicki. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Um, I know this. I want to get this off my list because I'll just end up forgetting about the whole thing. Did we talk about the airline etiquette? No. no, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, because we all, yeah, we all have flights coming up, and I think it's important that because I heard a conversation about it, and I, it sparked me about the things that made sense about air airline or airplane etiquette, not just airline air, airplane. Um, the one big thing is what is the rule on the shade? Is it up or down? Like if you're like, and who who decides that? Because most seats. Um, it's a like a three to a clip, so you have three seats there, uh-huh. and that person that's closest to the shade, are they in control? They, do they just got autonomy to do whatever they want, or they, is it like do they have carbon to just? Go yeah, it's like up or down. 
Yeah. Hmm. I'm probably the guy that would not care. If I want it down, I'm putting it down. Wait, if you're in the middle seat? If I'm in any seat, I would reach over somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is the rules on it? I think there has to be compromise. There has to be an agreement or some sort of understanding. Like, if you're going to have that sort of control, then you have to give up something. Maybe it's the armrest. Maybe you only use mm. one armrest. You can't use it. And that's the next thing. It's the rule on a space. It's not a lot of space on planes. And that armrest thing. So what I heard the conversation was women hate sitting next to men because just by sheer dominance of a, a male figure, they think the armrest belong to them. <laughs> what's the what's the rule? Like, is it, like you said, this is a three seat thing, right? What's the rule if you, you know, how people like want to lean over it and then, you know, stretch their body out to like the second, the, the middle seat. Like if you're in the, wait, wait so if you're on the so outside seat. And if you're on the outside or even if you, or even if you're in the window, you just want to like scoot, like scoot over so you can lean, like, you know, saying like, mm. with your ass sticking like pretty much on the in, inside of the middle part, you know, saying, can you, <laughs> you know, like, do you, I think that's a good question. I mean, if they're sleeping, you just you move as you go. Just don't be weird. If they're up, just say, hey, excuse me. I usually try. To, I'm one of those people that's. I wouldn't say I'm passive. I try to like do my behavior. My I model my behavior how I want people yeah. to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, yo, stay to yourself. If there's an armrest, if I got the outside or the inside, I'll just take the the one that you can't reach. Yep. So like if I'm on the window, you can have the 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 left hand armrest or you know whatever whichever one is closer to the middle because I already got an armrest. I'm trying to share. But if that nigga's trying to get both armrests and I see he got the other side too, then it's like, bro, adjust your strategy. Yeah, I'm trying to, and then I try not to lean my chair back ever because I don't like when people do it. Mm. So I'm like, if I don't do it, maybe other people won't do it. Um, what's the rules on kids? How do people feel about kids on a plane, like babies, like foreigners? I don't think I've been in enough planes to have this discussion. I haven't. I, I my wife has has flown with my son numerous times. He's been good on the plane. Um, I don't know if I have the tolerance to deal with my child or anyone else's child on a plane. Like cooped up, my anxiety is going to be high unless I'm drugged up. A crying baby could could send me over the edge. I don't have I a think. problem with crying babies. Oh, right, you know, so I'm gonna use this like I'm gonna use my experience of being like in people's houses and mm-hmm. try and like apply it to this. I don't have a problem with crying babies, but it's like, I, I, have like... a, I have a problem with kids and people's inability to effectively con- uh, con- uh, control their kids or discipline their kids. You know, saying when their kids are wilding. I have a problem with that. But it's hard to do that with like a young child, like a like a baby, exactly, or a toddler. No, no, that's that's why I said I don't. That's why I said I don't have a problem with babies. I'm just saying, but if your kid's like five, six years old, and you just and he's just wilding out, and you don't know what to do, Connor, sit, stop. I would have a problem with that. So, do you think there should be a a family section on planes? Or like yes, yeah, or or at least some complimentary keep them busy. Get them a fucking iPad I'm, from the I'm, fucking I'm roof. I'm for having some sort of like like childcare thing on a plane. Like I think doing the, like having a family or maybe section like a could kids, be yeah. too. It, it, 
I don't know. I can either be too expensive or like, or a, like, like a, where like would a, you put like a daycare on a plane? Yeah, like something where the because people where they can take a nap and have a change in space, like you know. So I'm down. So my thing is, I don't mind for like I don't mind kids that get upset and and they have issues on the planes if they're five and under because I know just by having kids on a plane that is. Yo, how do you think the kids feel? Like they don't know how to control their emotion, especially if they're like two and under and they're upset. They they may not. They they don't understand air pressure or that they can't really play the way they want to. So they're upset, and the parent is just trying to comfort them. How do you think they feel that it's their kid? And I think people get so you know selfish about their feelings. You hear like people sighing most of the time. They're like men like older men yeah. and it's just like dog i should slap the shit out of you like this is a fucking baby like i can't there's nothing i can do you know what i'm saying like i'm trying to comfort them but maybe their ears are popping like, oh no they like, can't really express themselves yet and like all all those feelings like whenever we're out and like that you know like that is he's getting really good at like expressing himself but there are still times where like he he has a hard time and and i feel that kind of like those looks of like people like what the fuck and it's just I like, say, like think about when we go to like Say when you go to like Fridays or like fucking Applebee's and shit, and you're waiting for your food, and we, what's your kids? What do they have there? They have a little, the little pad it's, there. It's, it, it's just a little piece game of paper there. with no, 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 crayons. no. Or they, like they have like the, the like the little iPads on, built inside. The, yeah, but sometimes that don't that. You you, that, that doesn't always work. Like a lot, most people, nine times out of ten, all families bring iPads or some kind of device to try to keep their kids busy. Fifteen movies and shit like that. Sometimes it just doesn't work. The kid is just the headrest of an airplane, you know, saying give the kids some headphones. Yeah, but they're not gonna. Not every kid is gonna sit there. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't they're, always they're, work. They they wanna they wanna expend energy, man. They're it's gonna some, wanna. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If you pay fucking five dollars on a fight for some digit for like Disney Plus while you're on a fucking plane, throw in the Avengers movie. Yeah, it just seems like you're not listening, Paul. No, I'm that listening. Just doesn't no, always I'm... work. <laughs> it does not work. <laughs> Kids become uncomfortable too, especially when it's a fucking five-hour flight. I'm just trying to remedy the situation here. I like to say, I like to say, I'm, I'm you're, an uncharted. You're no, you're right. I'm, I'm, an uncharted, <laughs> I'm an uncharted territories. I don't fly a lot, and I don't have kids. I'm just saying, what you know, say I'm just saying, like, why not try? <laughs> like I said, I don't fly but, enough. But that's like, what I'm just trying to explain to you. Ninety percent, ninety-nine percent of people do that. It's, how many people you really think getting on a plane and don't have an iPad for their fucking Whenever we go places, like, we have like, a whole separate like treasure chest for fucking patties in the backseat. Yeah, people have coloring books, um, all sorts of stuff. Oh, no, no, kids no, 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 are just uncomfortable. It's a five-hour flight on a fucking Take a head count of how many kids are going to be on a plane, and if it's enough kids, hire a clown. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Hey, kids! No, I'm not being subjugated to a fucking clown for five hours in the fucking air. Nope. You no. imagine, you imagine the a clown after kid. he's done, like in the back with his feet up, just drinking a beer? <laughs> they can't go to the bathroom, see this nigga with his face. You know how off. miserable they're going to be being in clown mode for an entire flight, hitting turbulence, having to keep the act going? You know what I'm saying? Give him a gun. He could be the air marshal. <laughs> Put that nigga to work, yo. Oh my god. He's an air marshal and he entertains the kids. Well, now we know who's a part of the problem. Yeah, most definitely. Like I said, like it's, I don't fly a lot, so I'm gonna be flying uh, a lot in the next couple of months. So you know, so I don't know. You'll you find know. out. You'll learn. I'll find out soon. 
Well, that's that. Yeah. Told you to see Joker yet? No, I, did. I mean, I don't have fucking time. No, I'm going to come clean. I, you can actually kind of wait. I, 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 I mean, I will, but I literally don't have time. I mean, my son practices four days a week, you know, and then. I, I just want to say this. I know we, we uh, and I'll take this out or whatever. We don't have to add it, but when we were talking about it last week and Paul kept making the reference to John Wick, right? And and we were saying, like, you know, it's a different thing. I just watched all three of those movies. Oh, and I just, I'm glad you brought it. I got, I, I got Brandon on the John Wick train. I, I got to tell you, man, <laughs> that movie had me feeling real, like like a real Republican. Like I was, I, I was getting conservative. I was like, okay, enough is a fucking enough. Man. So like, many people This die. shit is crazy, dude. Like, like how? And people lose dogs every day, dude. Like the amount of just like gunplay in this movie is like. Yeah, but it's goofy gunplay. It's not fucking realistic, man. I've seen the movies. I'm not trying to make a comparison. I'm just saying that shit is fucking like, like holy shit. But I never like, argued about violence. But I never, even if you listen to the episode, I kept saying goofy. it too. Don't it's think, not about the fucking violence. The only though. thing goofy is that There's he kills. Way more violent than all of those movies. The only thing goofy is that he kills Bobon with a book. <laughs> I'm not trying to make an argument <laughs> in favor or against them. I'm just saying that when we when you when you were making that statement last week, I wasn't fully like I knew of these movies, right? I didn't understand like just how like, yeah. absurd they you don't were. Understand how many people died? Yeah, these and just watching it, it's just like <laughs> like at one point I went and took like a shit and like read up on Twitter and I like uh, the fight had started and the fight was still going on. <laughs> When I There's got like long back. stretches of people yeah. dying in all of these movies. Like, like they were just like. <laughs> yeah, but why, I, I, I feel like I'm like talking to a brick wall. When did I ever said that the violence is the they? If no, you read no, all the articles, no, 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 it has no, nothing no. to do with the violence. No, so no, why no. are we still talking about killing? I'm not. No, no, you're you're missing what I'm saying. I'm not making comparison or anything. I'm saying that I hadn't seen these movies. And that as someone, I'm just saying as someone who watches like violent movies, like that shit was like crazy. Not making <laughs> a comparison to Joker. I'm saying in and of itself, it was compl- like the most absurd fucking thing. It is. Ever. It's literally like, from the first point, At one point, scene. Common and fucking John Wick were walking like <laughs> parallel from each other and they, they were shooting the like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I was like, it's like and and no nobody one, noticed. No one, <laughs> And isn't that isn't that hotel the hotel in the first is it the first one the hotel in the first one isn't that in all of them is, in all of them they, they, um, stars is creating a spinoff show for the continental as well yeah and I was about to say isn't that where they put the fucking new Supreme store is it <laughs> like that? I think so I think no, it was I was just like just like the like the like I was just trying to imagine like what it was like in like the pitch room when they were like okay let's work on this movie let's map this shit out like were they just picking shit out of a hat. Like just like yes. random things. Yeah, I don't. Like, yeah, I honestly don't think they they expected for this movie to become as big no, as it, it was. It feels like like, like this is the type of movie that should not work. Yeah, that first one was like it, it reminds me something about it reminds me of the movie Keanu the with Jordan Peele yeah, and the, 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 cat. With the cat movie something about it, like it's supposed to be funny like this is not a, like an they both act. came out the same year if I'm not mistaken I, I, I don't know I just I, I I was just very just like I was surprised how taken aback by like just how absurd it was like I was literally this weekend like. My wife and, and kid were why, 
And I was just, I was stuck on the couch, just like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, I didn't know you could kill a person so many fucking ways. He man. killed a nigga with a horse. <laughs> Yo, it, was, it was wild. It was so wild. Uh, I'm uh, watching these movies when I get home. Number two, <laughs> number two was so good. Oh my goodness, yo! Like, oh, my man, man said, "Are you here to kill the Pope?" <laughs> like I'm, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm intrigued on how these movies are going to be like looked at in like ten years. One. Like in ten years from now, how are people going to like receive these movies? Like I, I don't know. I think the uh, double standard when it came to not to jump back in this situ um conversation, but I think the double standard between that and when people were trying to say with the church, it's it's like you know. I think people with Joker was worried about potential violence. There's a reason why they had the police, you know, force at a lot at a, a lot of these screenings, the opening weekend and shit. You know what I'm saying? But there wasn't any police officers during the John Wick, you know, releases. Because nobody gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's not like that's that part is not hard to argue. Just they just didn't give a shit. So there's no think pieces on John Wick. But still, though, it's still a double standard. That's the point. Everything in life is a double standard, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, just you see it every day on an, to point that out. I literally no, no, see on, the people on, on the internet about generally how crazy I, that but, movie is. But everything, but everything is a, a double standard. Last night I seen them getting after that one Spanish girl, that Spanish actor, for saying the N word. Yeah, she was but yet, Lauren Hill. Huh? Yeah, she was, she was singing Lauren Hill, but nobody ever. Well, they're just now starting to check Fat Joe on it. But, Je- Fat, but Joe- Fat Joe is not going to stop. Like, Fat Joe is going to his entire career. And so does J Lo. J Lo never said the N word. I've never heard her say the J. And a song and a record. I tell my niggas, my niggas, but they don't hear me though. Like, what are you saying? She did say that, did she? Yeah, she she's not allowed to say that word. Sorry. She's just, yes, she she's, is. She's, she's from the Bronx. She's, she's too white. Too, she's from the Bronx. She, I look at her as white. Listen. But she's from the Bronx and she's Puerto Rican. So Listen, who she you grew up culturally not, black. She grew up culturally black. Exactly. She does, she does not have the pigments. Oh man, <laughs> you're sounding conservative Logic is in now. that boat. <laughs> Logic uses oh, it too. Yeah, Drake yeah. is. Thank you for. Okay, go ahead. I was no, no, go ahead. No, because I'm, I'm excited about. All right. Drake uses it. He's yeah, pretty light. He does. He's probably lighter than J Lo. To be honest still, with you, I still don't trust his daddy. It's the beard. Oh, <laughs> that's the reason why he keeps his dad around to remind niggas that he's a nigga. Uh, I will be, his dad is just he's probably the same complexion as Cardi B. Cardi B uses it, <laughs> and that's that uh, on that. That's that on that. That's that on that. Okay, that on that. You also, uh, yeah, they, you know they did that um, on um, Deezus and Mero covered. That's that on that. Yeah, like when it dropped last night. They they're back. Showtime. Yeah. yeah, and they were talking about that stupid video. Um, that video was like three months old. I didn't know. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty awesome. Um, well, got Takashi. A lot of fucking artists, Spanish artists, say it. Fucking Pitbull. Spanish people can say it. Who gives a shit? They go through the same bull. I mean, you got a person that's trying to fucking ban them from this country. Like, <laughs> they can say the N word. Like, the nobody cares. Post it's, Malone said the N word. This it's all good. <laughs> what would you gonna say about? What you gonna say about Logic though? Oh no no no! Not talking about logic, but um, it reminded me because you said logic. Um, so I never fucked with anything in regards to the city girls. Just gonna be straight up with okay. it. Okay. I listened to that fucking JT whatever shit's called. Oh, the fresh out freestyle. Woo! She could rap. Yeah. I got <laughs> excited. Like I got excited for them to like be out as a duo. 
Like, 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 there's like a tag team in like the women's division now. Yeah. Like, there's money in the tour with her, with with those two. Mm-hmm. Meg. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the third person is, but I know there's a third act out there that would fuck. The- it's just crazy because the other one is pregnant right now, about to have a baby. Are you serious? <laughs> Miami, yeah, she's super. Oh, pregnant. these niggas can't get on the same fucking page. Are you serious? Yeah, she got pregnant I mean, during a hot girl summer. Good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> But shit, man. All right, well. Next year, right? Next yeah. year's right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, I could definitely see Cardi going on tour and bringing all of them with her. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, we, we're due for all female, like, current of current hip-hop female stars. Like, not one of those. They do a lot of those all-female tours, but it'd be, like, old school. It'd be, like, Salt and Pepper, MC Light and shit, and Alicia Keys. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Keys. <laughs> She would, she would make time for that. <laughs> she did last time. It was like Alicia Keys. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm um, Alicia Keys, but I'm not paying money to see Alicia Keys today. It was like Alicia Keys, Missy. They were on tour, and that was just a sad tour, man. I was just like, damn, that's too much. But we need like one with the current like females. There's a lot of current females that are blazing hip-hop. And I think you should probably try to get Nicki on a couple dates, too. I mean, that would be good for just for her, like she has to ter- change the narrative. Like she released some clothes, and she's trying to tell people that they sold out. But I went on the website right before we got online. Them shits is all in stock, and like I get it, it's still penny, and it costs a pretty penny. But niggas be selling out of the Louis Vuitton shit that Virgil be doing. Like somebody's gonna buy the shit no matter what price it is. Somebody white should buy it. Um, let's use this as a transition real quick before we end. I'm glad that you brought up this all female idea. Because right now, uh, Tessa Thompson is saying, and Scarlett Johansson, I don't know, understand why Scarlett Johansson, I'm not trying to say she shouldn't have a voice, but her character died, spoiler alert. They're saying there should be an all-female Marvel movie. What do we think about that? There probably will be. They kind of alluded to it. In, I'm saying, in what, but what involvement, my, my issue is what involvement was Scarlett Johansson having it? Um, One, because she's like the first female Avenger. But she's she's LJ. Um, They don't mean shit. They'll find a way to bring her back. They better not. They are. Hey, they're both, they're, listen, they're talking about bringing that would just Captain America back. more to and... the problematic. Like, Scarlett Johansson is too problematic. I don't want them to shoehorn shit. Uh, that's your personal opinion. I don't know. No, that she's a very problematic way. actress. Not, it's, not her, oh, it's not her fault. They're it's about just to give her a show. More of her agent's fault. Or a but... movie. <laughs> they're about to continue her story. Like, they're not done with her. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to read this story because I've just seen it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Miles Garrett say he got sucker punched by a fan. <laughs> In Cleveland? <laughs> Yeah, a fan, a fan hopped out his car to take a picture with me and then punched me in my face. Hmm. Put his legs into it. He might have made me flinch. Is he black or white? That's one thing I gotta know. Miles Garrett. No, Miles Garrett. No, no, no. The I know he's black. I mean, the guy who punched him. Oh, he had to be white. I don't want him to. I don't want to feel like he's just saying. No, black niggas don't give a shit that much about their damn football teams. Like, yeah, we'd be mad that our football teams is losing, but we don't care. But white people. Yeah, man. Like, I, can, if you, I, can, I can understand coming out the club and a nigga took you a bitch, you want to punch a nigga, but just punching a nigga because he played for the Browns is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's it, man. Yeah, while we're talking, who's going to punch Danny Dimes in New York? <laughs> <laughs> Another white person? Nobody black cares, man. I'm talking to kick that nigga. <laughs> Yo, rolling up on Danny Dimes at a Starbucks is nuts. <laughs> He said he cracked the he cracked the window enough to get the camera in his face. He took the 
Go ahead. Gave me a pillow and gave me a pillow tap on my. <laughs> yo, 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 who punches a football player that big? That's what I said. That's, you that's punched, a, he was in the car and he just didn't want to fight you. That should have been a giveaway. Character. That should have been a giveaway because I did not know who that nigga was until I saw the headline about a player getting punched. Like the nigga recognized you. That should have been a giveaway. That should have been a giveaway. Like if I just seen yeah. that nigga casually walking the street, I wouldn't have known who the fuck he was. And he wouldn't have touched him because Miles Garrett is huge. Yeah. But he knew that he couldn't touch him back. Yeah, learn how to read the room, Miles. Yeah. Well, he was in his car. It wasn't his fault, man. He thought he was taking a picture with a fan. But you got to realize, you guys lost like six games in a row. Yeah. Ain't nobody trying to take pictures with y'all. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, read the room, bro. Read the room. <laughs> you know, niggas ain't one shit. Why would anybody? That, that is what? That's not like nobody has a fat head of you, nigga. Why the fuck do you think they want to punch <laughs> with you, nigga? <laughs> you punch you right in your face. Getting punched in your face on I'm the way saying, in. I hope this isn't cat. That's the reason why I asked, what's the race? Like, I feel like he should have said that. Just to let niggas know, like, this ain't no cat. I'm not doing this for attention. He don't need to do it for attention, man. Telling somebody somebody stole off on you ain't cool. <laughs> in Cleveland. That's in a, Cleveland. That's something I wouldn't even want to bring up. Cleveland. Right, that's something. You never heard a bike on vacation say, I'm going to Cleveland. That's something I, I wouldn't even want to bring up. I got punched by a fan in Cleveland. That, like, that shit is embarrassing. More embarrassing than just, than just simply getting punched. You, you got punched by a nigga in Cleveland, my nigga. Imagine getting drafted to Cleveland. <laughs> Speaking of draft, the XFL had a draft. They yeah. did? Yesterday. I heard it was some sad shit. Were there people there in attendance? I heard the salaries they're going to be. It was getting. online, like on Skype. They didn't even do it on the NFL network. I mean, the WWE network. I heard their salaries. They, like, the average players going to make, like, what, 50 grand a year? Yeah, and they got to move away the place. So if you got drafted for, like, I don't know, let's yeah. say you lived in Miami and you got drafted for, what's one of the teams, Brandon? Give me a team name. Uh, Tampa Bay? Uh, yeah. Tampa. So you live in New York and you got drafted to Tampa Bay Vipers because I just looked it up. So the Tampa Bay Vipers, you have to move to Tampa Bay to play the season and you only will make 50 grand. And if you hit your bonuses, you may make 60 or 70. Yeah, this is going to this is going to be a, how, how many months is the season? Uh, it's probably going to be like it's not going to be that long, right? 60 grand. That's not bad. Yes, uh, it's pretty bad. That <laughs> it's pretty bad. I'm just saying, like the WNBA players make that, and they play like two months, including playoffs. They play pretty long. They just finished last week. Wait, did people actually agree to 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 join the team in this draft? Yes, like when they were picked, did they <laughs> like did they sign? Accept? I am taking a guess, man. I'm looking at it right now. The Vipers, man. Vipers got. I'm looking at the the players. I mean, I thought that said Reggie Bush. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, yeah, none of these players look like real players, but their number one pick was a tight end. That nigga better be nice. Who picks a tight end for the number one pick? An organization that's ran by Vincent Man. All these, all these people. Yeah, all of these players that they picked. <laughs> Yo, Aaron Bischoff got fired. Yeah, they got fired. That nigga. Yeah, I knew. It was, I, I'm I'm waiting for the axe to drop with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's gonna step out of his role too. Working for Vince McMahon cannot be easy. Nah, he's just he doesn't listen. Like Vince thinks he knows what's best for business. 
And for a long time, he did. But he's also been lucky, too. Yeah. So, it, I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know. I wish him the best, man. <laughs> I don't know. This wrestling shit is, like, taking over the world. A lot of people are talking about it, which probably makes you excited, right? Yeah, I've been saying this from the jump. I, I, I predicted this. I said this was going to happen. This is what I was hoping was going to happen. Now, I'm just going to sit here and wait for it all to crumble. Because I know it's not going to last long. I, I think it's going to die down. I don't know if it's going to crumble. I think WWE is going to have to dial back their three shows that they're doing a yeah. week. Yeah, and I think Raw is going to get the axe because Raw feels like they really just don't give a shit. It just it's not that. The money, is in, the money is in Fox. So Fox is not trying to settle for some fucking B-list product. That's all. So they just have to simmer down with Raw for about three months. They'll be all right. Well, I'm ready for it. But having wrestling on Friday seemed natural. It seems it seems good, and I, I think SmackDown will be fine. Yeah, they're, on they're, they're giving it the right attention. I just I don't know how I feel about all this the cross promotional shit they're doing within the show, with like all the NFL stuff and the baseball shit. Yeah, that's all. Um, <laughs> it seems all really contrived, but. Hey. Yeah, Fox is like, listen, you are gonna fucking do what we want. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know Vince ain't got nothing. That's why I said Vince ain't smart about the marketing. It's all Fox. Like, you think Vince knew to put a wrestler on a fucking Colin Coward show? No. He probably don't even know who the fuck Colin Coward was. <laughs> so, you know, like to have especially to have Joy Taylor on there, who is uh Jason Taylor's sister. Um she she had the belt. She was just walking around with the belt. She says she likes it. So the to have Fox use their personalities who are, you know, pretty hip in the culture, especially in um sports journalism, was smart for them to kind of have Roman Reigns on um the the Sunday NFL Sunday show last yeah. week. It's like they're doing stuff like Fox is like, we'll give you the fucking carte blanche. Like Vince don't know none of that. Vince will probably send his like he thinks sending his wrestlers to like you know, a night show is like something big for him, which it is. I mean, I'm not saying it isn't, but like in today's world, you have to do different things. Business now to do that. That's like old. That's the old way of doing shit. Because everybody's going to fucking. I see that clip of like um the Rock. I was looking at old Rock promos today because he you just kind of forget how good he was. Yeah. You watch his new like and you're like, damn, somebody's got to suck on the mic. And then you watch like the Rock and you or like even Chris Jericho, like he's really good. But a lot of these new guys aren't good. It's like I don't know what's happening. Like they're doing a lot of more a better in ring performance than back in the day. But their mic skills. You got too many wrestling fans who are wrestlers now, and it's all about the crazy shit they can do. And I don't know. Well, no, that's not true. Because on the independent scene, it's all about characters. Like there's there's fucking tons of characters that are like fucking super over on independent level. Then they get to the WWE, and then they just. They get cut off at the knees. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I mean, you, I, I did hear the the Ambrose interview, and he was saying that he wasn't allowed to cut his promos. Um, and nowadays it's all scripted now, and so you just memorize. I, I gotta say, I liked him better in WWE. This whole John Moxley shit is not doing it for me. Well, that's what Vince is going to tell him too. It's like there's a reason why we show your characters. Like, like I'm trying to realize like he sucks. Like he, yeah, not everybody is so fucking good at your yeah. job, bro. 
Yeah. That's because everybody thinks they could beat Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, or The Rock. Yeah. And those people are generational talent. It just happened that they were all at the same time. Yeah. Like, that's not going to happen again. Like, you're just not going to get four or five people who are fucking phenomenal on the mic and in ring. It's just not. Like, Steph Rollins is not good on the mic, you know? He yeah, and he, and it's it's obvious because the fans have been booing him for weeks now. Yeah, it's crazy that the uh, that the that the best nigga on the mic right now is Chris Jericho, and he's not even. No, he's, he's been the best for like two decades though. He's not. He's not like some, you know. He's been nice since WCW days on the mic. I gotta say, AEW they got like maybe like four or five wrestlers right now who are like they're like guys that they're pushing who are good on the mic. MJF is one of them. That that uh. Snobby rich kid that I put you on to last time you were over. Mm-hmm. I can't really say that for the WWE. I don't know. They don't really allow anyone to really talk. Everyone, everything is fucking scripted. So China, no, <laughs> call back. <laughs> See, we started. It's not too many people that got their full range to say what they want, yeah. and it's not too many people that are smart. You know who's actually really good on the mic, but they don't get get enough time um, anymore. Kevin Owens. Yeah, but they put him in shitty situations where he just says the wackest shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. They don't give him, but he's good if you give him the chance. Like he has that because he he knows how to get the crowd going yeah. and not be affected. Um, Roman Reigns gets fra- you know he gets frazzled you know by the crowd and then he just sounds stupid. He sounds like a robot. Seth Rollins is the same way. Yeah, they're not good on the mic, mm-hmm. <laughs> and neither is fucking John Moxley. <laughs> I like this. We started with a conversation about words and we ended with We ended on words. Yeah. yeah. It's important, man, to have a good uh character going, you know. Yeah. In any type of situation you are. Well so, that's that on that. And that's that on that. <laughs> <laughs> we should like put the song at the end of this. Leave me alone. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, stall. stall. My, nigga, my nigga really put a fucking. You could cut little, this part out. Just put yeah, it you there, can do, just edit, Brandon. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> that on that. Little person was crazy. Like, come on. Yeah, that was weird, <laughs> man. All right, who got the craziest video? That video or Marvin Gaye's son? Marvin Gaye's son. son. <laughs> Because the thing is, I think I think Drake's dad knows what he's doing. <laughs> Marvin Gaye's son just look like everything. I- Marvin Gaye's Marvin Gaye's son looked like he was like trapped with like Kimmy Schmidt. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he was trapped underneath a bunker and finally seen air for the first time. It's like, oh my dad make music, we make music too. This is what the kids. Nah, like. he looked like a straight creep, man, yeah, in that video. Crazy. And that whole like restaurant scene, and the lady like looked at his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like dancing funny too, yo. That ain't Marvin Gaye's son. Yeah, that nigga look like that man. Yeah, I don't think that that's not his son. What did Marvin Gaye get killed? Was Marvin Gaye Jr. or the third? No, he said the third. He looked like Sammy. He looked like Sammy Sosa the third. Yeah. That nigga did not look like Marvin Gaye. Leave me alone. You know how mad Drake must be at his father. That he <laughs> realized that that day that he asked him to use his Bentley was so he could take it over to some fucking random house so he could shoot a video. I'm like, like what are you that, doing? That on that. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Why are you like borrowing shit to, to shoot a video? Is this, you using, this is how you're using my money that I'm giving you? <laughs> 
this is why he you told me you need his socks. <laughs> That's how you know that those things that Drake said about his dad not being in his life was true. Yeah. That's what I've been man. That's what I've been saying. I didn't bro. say he was lying. I just said that people call their kids by their middle name. Bro. No, I'm telling you the way he said that shit. Yeah, I think it's not cool with him, man. my brother by his middle name. Tone, that sort of conversation where you go into your fucking son, right, and you're and you're asking him why are you spreading these lies about me, son? He said, "Hey Drake, why are you telling people these lies about me?" Like that's how he, that's how he approached him. I can we don't know, man. I don't, don't know. Man. I just, I, it's, it's it, intuition. I don't know. That shit just seemed real off to me. Real fucking off to me. But hey. But back then, like, dad, they didn't know how to be fathers. So he probably thought that he was sending his money and then bringing him down for the summer that he was in his life. <laughs> He's like, but you came to Memphis every summer to spend three weeks with me. <laughs> yeah, Dad, but what did I do for the 49 other weeks of the year? Well, that's that on that. <laughs> I wish this song dropped in like 2009 when ringtones were cool. <laughs> that would have been my MySpace fucking my MySpace song. That's that on that. Or the, or the song when you call people and it just transition to a song. So you said. So so he was so pretty much Drake's dad was smashing this little person or is he with a little person right now? Well, she's a fucking little pest. That's what I thought of, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so you was you was dicking down this little girl, this little excuse me. Whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. You know what? Let's just cut the episode, man. Let's just be done here. <laughs> did, you, did you see? Did you see uh, on the new Jesus and Meryl, um episode? They talk about this song, but they all be right before this. They talk about this song. They also talked about Marvin Gaye's son song too. Um, they talked about like this little girl. Well, she's a midget. She was like a, a little person, but she was acting like she was a little girl, like she was six years old, but really she was 21 and she moved with this family. I heard that. Oh, yeah. She tried to like kill him. I think they officially adopted her. Yep. They yeah. And then, but they abandoned her and they, they ended up getting um warrant for their arrest because they abandoned her. They're legally her parents, even if she is 21. <laughs> and, and then they abandoned her and then they abandoned the United States. Now they live in Canada. Wow. And that's that on that. And that's that on that. Yeah, we out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this world is nuts. <laughs> we live in a fucking bizarre land. <laughs>